0: Bridge Toll California customer service number
1: Highway miles to the gallon Ford Focus Thailand Cave rescue operation What is schema F Best wine bars in San Carlos California Best
0: Western Hotels How old
1: is Ronaldo
0: What happened with Big Brother What's, What's a good nine? engagement How long gift? before a wedding should I send out save the How many games are in the first series Use of IMAP the NBA to Check list. email find on other email clients. Identify fonts
1: from Where from to equipment.
0: find our pride stuff Do some Welcome and to the. Voices of Search Podcast. My name is Benjamin Shapiro, and I'm the executive producer of the Voices of Search Podcast. And today, we've got a special SEO education episode for you, which is going to be guest hosted by our friends, Jordan Cooney and Tyson Stockton, who are the co-founders of Previsible, which is an SEO consulting and education company that helps support enterprise businesses, scale organic search traffic, and educate their organizations. Jordan and Tyson are experts in all things enterprise SEO, and I'm thrilled to invite them to take the mic and share their knowledge with your loyal listeners this podcast is also sponsored by hrefs what if i told you that you could monitor your website's seo health backlinks and organic rankings at no costs sounds too good to be true well it's not because my friends at hrefs just launched hrefs webmaster tools dot com slash a w t. All right. Here's an SEO education episode of the Voices of Search podcast guest hosted by Jordan Cooney and Tyson Stockton from Previsible.
2: Hey, what's going on? My name's Tyson and we are continuing the conversation on SEO for executives as part of our SEO education week. I'm joined again with Jordan Cooney. Jordan, what's going on? How's your Wednesday going?
1: Tyson, we're rolling along here. And I think there's a trend that we're starting to build around how the executive relationship is managed within the SEO world. And on hump day here, there's an important concept that we all need to recognize. And that is that the relationship and the requirements of an executive to understand SEO is a two-way street, right? We as SEOs bring a lot of value to the organization, but in return, we expect some sort of investment. And I think that's what this topic today is really about is... How do you manage that expectation with the executive team? And what should executives be looking for when it comes to investing in SEO?
2: Wait, so before we go any farther, are you saying this is not a free traffic source?
1: That is correct. There ain't anything free about this.
2: (laughs) Fair, fair. I was always told that this was just like the free channel and it was just kind of like playing with Monopoly money. And that's just uh, the way to scale growth,
1: right? I always find it funny when people still like in their analytics reporting call this the free channel. I'm like, what? What is it? Free?
2: <laughs> and maybe maybe that starts Brutal. us then with the first recommendation of the episode. If you are an SEO in an organization <laughs> and your organization is do it, little by little shift people away, say organic search rather than free traffic. It sounds minimal, but it's like it's one of those little like mental kind of like seeds that you can place to start breaking down that assumption is that hey this is something that's just going to scale and grow like the free market and we don't need to do anything on mm-hmm. clearly not the case but i think that's something that's like depending on how it's being presented there are opportunities to just kind of like break down that kind of preconceived notion that then ultimately will make your job a little bit easier
1: no doubt. And one of the starting places here, Tyson, is how executives should look at the investment of SEO. I think a common question, especially for like founders of startups, or even like well-established, high-growth startups, it's like, when do I invest in SEO? Like, When do I hire my first SEO? What I heard about SEO, my board told me that I need to do more around SEO. And what does that investment look like? And I think we should talk about that a little bit because this is where it all starts. It all starts with this notion that we can achieve something by investing in SEO. But when and how much is a very tricky answer. It's ambiguous, kind of like our first episode about ambiguity. And executives are trying to figure out how to lean into that ambiguity and have better define milestones as to when to do this. and So let's, let's talk about that investment. Like, wh- What do you think, Tyson? When should executives make this choice to invest in SEO?
2: It's a great question. And one that the answer makes me feel slightly uncomfortable as an SEO. But my honest answer is no, I do not think a startup should hire an SEO in most cases. I, it pains me to say this because obviously, like working in the industry, you always want to advocate for the industry to progress. But if I was giving just personal advice to a founder of a startup is rather, and I do, I guess I'll jump ahead and say, I do recommend in most cases, especially for an established business, there is a huge value of having an in-house SEO. That SEO can work with other agencies, have other partners, have different combinations of resources. But having, when you get to an established state, having an in-house SEO, in my mind is hands down the best scenario. When you start up and when you have a starting, I don't think it's ready to put an SEO in place as a full-time role because there's simply not enough building blocks for them to actually be set up for success. Where I would put investment for a startup is more in education to make sure that the foundation of the site is not being built upon something that you're going to have to rework later. So it's like your goals with an SEO as a startup should be to set the foundation and enable a healthy, strong website to have the opportunity to succeed and scale in the future. And so then when an SEO comes in, they don't have to be reworking on it. So there's elements of SEO investment that I would do in the beginning, but it would largely be more around education to the product and engineering team, education into the initial content assets. And that could be working with an external partner that's not necessarily a full-time body. So I think there is a tipping point that's going to switch and then warrants uh, this additional value of having an announced role. But I think a lot of times, like if I was holding the purse book of where I was putting money, I would put some in to ensure that we're not creating mistakes that are going to hold us back long-term, but not necessarily saying, hey, I'm going to put a full-time body on this when they're not going to have the opportunity to really do everything that they should be doing.
1: I think you bring up a really important point there. And that is that the investment in SEO is every day. It starts right from the beginning. It just has different chapters to the book, right? Which is to your point, if you're a new startup and you're a founder and you're starting up this company, this is not it's not a good idea to go hire a bunch of SEO consultants and SEO in-house SEOs and start plowing money in SEO, probably a bad idea. But the foundation of your site should be good. Maybe you need a couple of consulting hours or extra set of eyes, but you don't need a full-fledged SEO team. You just need to get the basics right. You need to get like the momentum going in the beginning, right? And the same goes for big enterprises. Let's talk about a CEO of a $100 million company or a 200 or a $2 billion company and what they're doing around SEO. Because the reality is that in those instances, there's a variety of different use cases as to how you invest into the foundation. So you might be realizing that you have a huge deficiency in content. You might be realizing that you need more technical expertise. And the important thing This is the important thing. When you're at a big scale, when you're a big company trying to invest in SEO and you're an executive, and if you're listening to this episode or if you want to take this soundbite and share it with your CEO, CFO, CMO, where SEO exists in the organization matters. And that's where the investment starts when you're a big company. Is it in product? Is it in marketing? How does analytics play a role in this? How does my CFO and the amount of money we spend in SEO, play a role in this? Those are the types of questions you need to be asking yourself in terms of the investment and why you should invest X dollars or X resources in set groups or organizations within a bigger company. And I'll tell you, for my personal career, I spent a good chunk of my career in product, a good chunk of my career in marketing. I see a lot of SEOs today where ping pongs between the two. Sometimes SEO exists in the content world. But the reality is that as an executive, The investment is asking yourself, why am I investing in this particular organization and the output that they're going to give me from an SEO standpoint?
2: I think that's a great point. And something else too is, so we agree on kind of like the starting points within SEO, company matures, business is larger, maybe it's already an established business.
0: Time for a one minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help and you got a couple of options. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E
2: dot I-O. What is the blend of investment of internal resources versus, let's call it discretionary spend, whether that's in agencies or tools or whatnot? Like if I'm an executive, how should I be thinking about the distribution of internal costs versus external costs, and what is that balance? Like, what recommendations would you have for either SEOs trying to get more budget or for executives to determine what's the headcount versus external spend?
1: Yeah, that is a phenomenal question, Tyson. And I'll tell you the truth, I that is a very hard answer. There's a very, there isn't a really good answer to be
2: <laughs> sorry to put you on the spot there with that one.
1: <laughs> I mean. Here are a couple of good frameworks for everyone to lean into. The first one is understand your organization. You really need to understand what kind of organization you're dealing with. Tyson, you and I do this all the time with clients, right? When we start working with a new project, we ask a lot of questions. How many engineers do you have? How big is your content team? Who's responsible for analytics and reporting? We ask tons of questions. We don't ask those questions because we're nice. We are nice, but we ask those questions because we need that information to understand how to leverage our own resources, our own agencies and consultings resources to make them successful in SEO. And so the reality is if you are a C-suite or a VP of marketing and you're listening to this podcast, you should be thinking about what is it that I have? What are the assets I already have from an SEO standpoint? What are the teams that are already invested in SEO? How much output am I getting from these? And am I actually getting what I think I should be from it? And that's where it gets tricky. That's where the gray zone starts to occur because it's tough to compare against competitors. And it's tough to evaluate that, that investment to certain outputs and lagging numbers sometimes. One of my favorite tricks, and you know we, we do this all the time, Tyson, is we'll go on LinkedIn and we'll look up a competitor's number of SEOs. Okay, you know, we're working with company X. We're going to look up company Y, the competitor. Oh, wow, they've got 10 SEOs. Company X has zero. That's kind of strange. Again, all of those types of KPIs, like the number of SEOs your competitors have, or the amount of content that a competitor publishes, or the amount of money that's spent on third-party tools or consultants, all of those are great indicators. They're great directional metrics. But in and of themselves, they're not a source of truth. You need to collect them all together. You need to be able to execute across all different functions in order to create true growth and scale.
2: Yeah. And I I do think that this is a very challenging kind of question. And there's never going to be a perfect answer of like, hey, 75% goes internal, 30% goes external. But I think from my perspective, a few elements that I'd be considering is one, what's the investment towards SEO from the organization as a whole? And so if you have a large organization and that SEO is working with multiple product and engineering teams, if they're also working with content teams, if they're also working with marketing teams. So the more stakeholders that you have involved in delivering an SEO increase is the demand for internal. So pairing your internal resources to a similar kind of like ratio of other involvement from other companies or other departments is going to be one indicator of like how many SEOs do you need? So, one, it's like magnitude of work, size of business, but looking at like because you have to think about it in time and each SEO is going to have to spend X amount of time. Say, like, there's three product teams delivering on SEO. Well, that's three times the amount of meetings, three times the amount of things. And then you add that to each one. And it's simply not enough hours in the day for one individual to be kind of coordinating all that together. Then with the discretionary spend, I would bucket it into like two scenarios. One from a tools perspective. And this could be like, if you're using like an analogy of like building a house, you have a carpenter. Well, great. They're going to need a hammer. They're going to need a nail gun. They're going to need all these different tools to get the job done. But then also when you're building the house, you're going to have... Times maybe additional needs for subs and contractors come in. And so you can have that scenario of cool, I have my core SEO team. I have the tools to enable them and allow them to work more efficiently. And then there's times too when you have just the additional bandwidth needs. And so that could be in the form of consultants, agencies, other partners. It could be content agencies to write and produce content. And that's where you're going to be kind of extending the reach and extending the production that you're getting from within your existing internal team. And so I think those are kind of the elements that I would be considering is looking at what's the internal management, what's the kind of like tools and efficiency that they need, and then what are the hired hands to just fast speed up progress, speed up the impact, speed up the reach, speed up how many items we're actually able to get live. And I think those are kind of like the three spend buckets that I typically see is from additional bandwidth and support or expertise, tools and systems, and then internal bodies and resources to have the ownership.
1: That is spot on. I think that's a great framework in terms of how to make investments. I will leave folks with one last set of knowledge or insight here. As SEO leads, managers, directors, as heads of marketing, as CMOs, whatever your leadership role, if you are managing SEOs or SEO functions, you better do the evaluation of what skills does my SEO team have? And then what capabilities do they have? And on the skills level, there's a skills assessment around technical SEO, and there's a skills assessment around content SEO. And on the capabilities, these are all the soft skills around managing up, communication, how to collaborate with other teams. Do they have the ability to define a strategy, execute a plan? Can they execute tickets, tasks, and all these other things? You've got to be doing the skills and capabilities analysis of the people you have managing SEO. And this is something that isn't done very often. It's very frustrating, right? And I'll get phone calls from CEOs or founders of, of startups. And they'll go, oh man, I've got this SEO. He seems like a really good guy, but you know, I, we just haven't seen a lot of growth. And then I talked to the poor SEO and I'm like, I clearly know why. I mean, this poor person has been drowning for months, hasn't been listened to by any engineering person, hasn't been given any budget to produce any content and is basically floundering to try to find any progress in terms of SEO initiatives and investment. And so like, you really have to look at what skills and capabilities your SEOs have. And are they able to either push the organization forward or, or are they able to drive the initiatives that you expect? And if it's not there, then you got to go and hire it or change it or source it from consultants or contractors. But the reality is that You have to do the assessment. That's the knowledge drop. You got to assess the talent and capabilities you have of your team.
2: I think there's a lot of truth in that. And I think not just from the executive, but sometimes like the SEO manager, if you're evaluating your team, you're managing a team of five SEOs, be honest with yourself, not just on your skills, but your team skills. And then use that in your future kind of planning. That also applies from the executive level, looking down on this. But I think like, that's the biggest element is, one, to think about resourcing and investment, not just from an SEO individual or SEO team, but think about it from an organizational standpoint. Because the investment that you're putting towards this is not just the number of SEOs that you hire, but the amount of time that you dedicate from a product engineering, the amount of content spend or content resources that you put towards this. So I think being that is such a multifaceted discipline, you have to also think about the investment from a broader standpoint. And one SEO is going to be very challenged to be successful if they don't have that organizational buy-in that it requires. So that wraps us up for this episode on resources and investment. Um, Join Jordan and I tomorrow as we dive into managing SEO at the organizational level. So thanks for joining us and talk to you again tomorrow.
0: Okay. Thanks to Jordan Cooney and Tyson Stockton, our SEO education guest hosts. If you'd like to get in touch with Jordan and Tyson, you can find a link to their LinkedIn profiles in our show notes. You can contact them on Twitter. Jordan's handle is JT Cooney. That's J-T-K-O-E-N-E. And Tyson's handle is Tyson underscore Stockton. Or if your team is interested in SEO consulting or organizational education, you can always head to their company's website, which is previsible.io. That's P-R-E